I'm just so busy. How many times have you heard a friend or a colleague say this? Perhaps in a tone of exhaustion, but with a deceptible hint of being proud. How many times have you said it yourself? In today's fast-paced world, there is a growing tendency to measure our own importance and the importance of those around us by how much we can pack into our days. We attempt to outdo, out-hustle and outperform one another. It feels like we're in this mist of busyness epidemic. The stress and overwhelm of all of this busyness is literally contagious. However, to avoid burnout, low energy, making mistakes, getting frustrated with others, we need to be more effective in managing our time and energy. Hi, Michelle Chafin here, and welcome to Engine Room Business Innovation Podcast with Glenn Taylor. Glenn, we often heard last year these common words used, I'm too busy. And it's either in the context of I'm too busy to communicate to my team about the strategic direction, I'm too busy to send my team away for any personal development, I'm too busy to get the project started, I'm too busy to think about innovation. And my favourite for last year was I'm too busy to be doing this customer service workshop, which really puzzled me because to improve customer service, even that 10 to 20% is to get yourself away from the business and do some learning and development of new skills to make those improvements. But the list continues. They become trapped in this whirlwind of busyness. I also found that busyness is often worn as this badge of honour these days. I'm especially amazed when business owners and their teams fall into this trap. And it is a trap. It seems no matter what these individuals are doing, they're always distracted by something else. They're never fully present no matter where they are or who they're with. But what we find with these words is then they become this norm within the culture. Everyone is just so busy that they don't have time for improvements, correcting errors, or even reflection. One of the worst scenarios is even just replying to emails or general communication. And yet what we find is if they are driving towards being what you say, Glenn, is more proactive to be in that preventative stage instead of being reactive and having to have those repair conversations, they will have more time to do the things to grow the business or to innovate before they are disrupted. Glenn, in your experience, are you seeing an increase in people getting busy? And why is this the case? Well, what I've been reflecting, Michelle, you know, over the last 20 odd years of being a business coach, um, yeah, it does uh, appear you know, on reflection that there has been this steady rise in the use of the term I'm busy as a a form of excuse or rationale as to why people can't meet or don't complete tasks or don't attend professional development days or the likes. It, it has been, I believe, um, sort of growing steadily over, uh, particularly in the last few years. And, and why? Why would that be? Well, we know we're living in a rapidly accelerating world. I mean, technology changes are occurring uh, far more frequently and we live in a what is becoming a digital world where we have digital communications, which means that we can communicate pretty much now with anyone at any time, anywhere. And so I think what comes with that is 
sort of a, an, an undercurrent of expectation that you know, we should be able to get a response to any question we ask of any person and we should then be able to move forward more quickly. We should be able to complete tasks more readily and so forth. And so, you know, it could be that, you know, organisationally, you know, business owners and managers, if you like, um, have had this underlying expectation, you know, that we should be able to just move more quickly and then are tasking their staff um, without being mindful of it. And those staff are then you know, getting more underwhelmed, more overwhelmed, more under pressure, you know, and then not being able to complete tasks. And so then that that terminology, that, that phrase, I'm busy, I'm busy, has just been emerging. And of course, when you start to hear it being used by others, you normalise it, and then it becomes cultural. You know, it becomes a, a norm within the business that, hey, I'm busy, is a way of saying, hey, bugger off, I can't do it. And uh, people accept it because, hey, yeah, it's part of the common vernacular of the business now. It's part of the, the culture. I'm busy. Glenn, we do find that some people seem to thrive on this adrenaline of busyness and saving the day. But this must have an effect on teams' performance and also the business results. Absolutely, Michelle. If a business is actually you know, being driven by you know, people who thrive on being reactive and, if you like, you know, are drifting and waiting for a crisis or a problem to occur so they can step in and make good and fix it, then that's ultimately going to, you know, frustrate and get in the way of, of many other staff of a business who um, want to actually have, you know, a well-laid-out plan and some sort of you know, understanding of, you know, what lays ahead and some control over that pathway. And so, yeah, it will cause a, a significant amount of stress and frustration for many people within a, a business. And Glenn, what we find is that when people become too busy in the operational side of the business, and they're spending so much time in that area, they're then missing out on amazing opportunities that come along um, as their mind and their attention's just not there to look at these opportunities. Definitely, they're beyond capacity, if you like, in dealing with the day-to-day operational issues. And, you know, we in our workshops talk about the whirlpool, which sucks people down. And if, you know, they're at 100% capacity in dealing with the day-to-day issues in the current contemporary business model, then any opportunities that's going to come their way that can actually be innovative and different uh, is going to pass them by because they haven't got the capacity mentally or energy-wise to be able to spend you know, appropriate time and focus on exploring that, the potential of that new opportunity. So, Glenn, what are some of the golden nuggets that you can provide people? I think firstly, Michelle, it's recognising that time is your most valuable resource. You know, we all have equal amount of time on the planet and how we use our time really is, you know, how we spend our life. And so it's recognising the the importance of how we spend our time. The second is recognising the importance of self-reflection and understanding yourself. And so if you find yourself as a person who's always busy or hearing yourself tell other people that you're really busy, then I think you've got to actually just stop and actually reflect for a period and ask the question, why? You know, are you hooked to the adrenaline of always being busy? 
Are you so busy that you aren't planning forward and you're being reactive and so therefore you're always fixing problems and therefore you're always busy and then you're too busy to plan and so therefore you're always fixing problems and you're in this catch-22, if you like, uh, which just feeds that busyness. And so you've got this you know, dynamic going on which is actually working against this higher level of consciousness of, hey, I'm not living the life I want to live. I'm not really heading in the direction I want to head, but hey, it's not my fault. I'm just so busy. And I'm so busy because everyone keeps telling me I need to do this, this and this. But hey, we know that everyone's a leader and you actually need to lead your way out of that. And to be any different is to be the victim, right? And you're just being uh, driven by the other forces rather than taking charge and saying, no, this is not the life I want to live. I want to have a life of purpose I want to set a direction, I want to have a plan, and I'm going to invest enough of my time in travelling that journey. Because when you do that as a leader, you're also helping your team. Absolutely, you're leading by example. Right? And they want to be led. You know, they want someone who has a plan, you know, a sense of direction, a vision, and can communicate that to them effectively. Um, so I believe you know, leaders need to understand you know, who they are and where they're headed and should have a sense of where they want to be in 10 years, five years, two years and one year. And then they should set some goals over next year that's going to set them in that direction for the 10-year journey. And then they should, within that goal, set aside at least 20% to be able to work on the business, work on that project that's going to move them in that direction, regardless of what's going on in their life, regardless of how big that whirlpool is, right? Stop making excuses, I'm too busy to work on the project that's going to take me to where I really want to go. That's a cop-out. Then you need to use time blocking or boxing. And that is where you actually go into your calendar and you set aside the time to work on the tasks that are of the highest importance. And of course, working on that project that's taking you forward in that direction where you're going to end up in 10 years' time is a big block of time that needs to go in there. It's got to be at least 20% and you put it in there and it's immovable. You know, it is a box that goes into your calendar and you do not shuffle it, you, know, you don't you know, kick the can down the road because you've got this excuse, you're too busy dealing with the crisis and the problems, right? You've got to allow them, other staff, to deal with those as best they can so you can stay focused on that project. It's interesting you mentioned that because one of the Accelerate members had actually mentioned to me that, you know, when he's planning for the meetings that are coming up with the Accelerate um, business meetings, he will block that time and he will not move it. Yes. And I absolutely love that because it means he's committed to have that day away from the office so then he can have some thinking time and it allows him to think about a project that needs, that will help the business to move forward. Well, how many times have we heard, you know, participants, if you like, who come to our manager acceleration program saying, oh, the day before, I was tempted, you know, to email you and say, I can't come because I'm too busy. I've got this crisis, I've got this dissatisfied customer, I've got this or that. And yet, because we've actually coached them around this and they know that we are a little bit clever than most and we're not going to accept that as an excuse, they make the commitment, they, they step into the room and then afterwards they go back to work and they deal with those crises far better, far more 
effective and quicker than they otherwise would. And they then contact us later and go, oh, I'm so glad I came to that workshop. Mm. So that's having that awareness mm. that you've got to get out of a day-to-day operational and get some perspective and work on yourself as an individual, work on the business to move it forward. These are disciplines that people need to really, you know, develop and grow over time. Another golden nugget, if I can call it that, is organise your space. Again, be proactive, be the leader and say, right, I need to have a space that's conducive for me to be able to work effectively. And that means, you know, construct your office, you know, have a clear table, you know, get organised. You know, I'm a big believer that if you've got an organised space, you'll have an organised mind, which will have an organised space. Mm. It'll just keep looping around and around. And so I always struggle when if I go into a workplace or into an office and I see that it's disorganised, I'll go, whoa, okay? Little wonder you're struggling with time and you're so busy because you're disorganised. You've got to develop that executive function of getting yourself organised. And then you've got to stay focused. So you've blocked aside the time, you've got yourself in the right space and, you know... A simple adage that I sometimes share is if you put yourself in the right space at the right time, you're halfway to being successful. Mm. If you don't put yourself in the right space for the right amount of time, you've got little or no hope, have you? But if you put yourself in the right space for the right time, you're halfway. What's the other half? Remaining focused, right? Don't procrastinate. Don't get distracted. So that right space, right time means it's got to be free of distractions. And that means you've got to say to people who want to distract you, interrupt you, hey, is this critical right now? Is it serious? Is it growing? Is it urgent? If it doesn't meet any of those criteria, then, hey, let's book aside some time later to deal with it because I'm going to remain focused. So then leaders, great leaders, will go and, you know, forewarn people that this is my block block of time where I'm going to be working on this project, okay? Is there anything I need to deal with right now to free up that time for me? Okay, great. Well, I will see you in two hours or three hours' time. And it may be that you're not even in your own office. You go off-site, you know, where it's more conducive to actually be able to, you know, immerse yourself in that space. So then you remain focused and you set a goal for that period of time and you guard against the optimism bias because we as all human beings generally underestimate how long it's going to take to do a task. So you've got to be honest with yourself. And this comes back to self-reflection. You know, all progress starts with being honest with yourself, as we often say. Right? So be honest with yourself, what am I going to achieve in this block of time? Stay focused, and we're back to, you know, the, you know, the Charles Dewey, you know, the power of habit. What's the cue? The cue is, I've got it in my diary, and I'm going to be in that space that period of time. Right, what's the routine? I remain focused. And what's the reward? Satisfaction. Okay, I kicked the goal. I actually stayed immersed in the topic for two hours, and boy, did I achieve a lot. Yippee-i-oity. Then go back into the whirlpool, okay? The world one has actually imploded. in deal with some other things, but if you've done it proactively and mindfully, you were forewarned, your colleagues, they will carry the day, and guess what? They grow in your absence. And so there's another win that spins out of this. I love it, and I really enjoy um, the learning of the time 
boxing. Uh, I've, I've used it myself and I really enjoy it, particularly for 2020 to get myself organised. And now, as you know, I've, I've found a, a very um, a good platform for me as a creative person to use, which is Project Manager. And it just allows me to look on the board and I have all the projects. And then I go in and I do all my time boxing. And funnily enough, this po- podcast is part of my time boxing. So <laughs> achieved goal. <laughs> <laughs> and I've seen you starting to use this uh, project manager and boy am I impressed <laughs> it's, it's fabulous when I get you know information sent to me from you where you are just applying those skills so impressively so I think you know the last golden nugget is look for technology to be able to help you to apply these uh, disciplines you know, to f- create these habits and uh You've got to find a platform that works for you, and it's just fabulous that you've researched, you know, so well and found a platform that works for you, mm. which is fantastic. Mm. So uh, all going well, I might um, stand on your shoulders and start using the same platform. <laughs> but you... Plus, we can always get better. Yeah, we are all work in progress, and uh, yeah, I can't allow you to get ahead of me in time management, Michelle. No, no. <laughs> Well, thank you, Glenn. Um, as you know, this is a great discussion because we want people to think about 2020 and changing and making, um, creating some good habits in regards to time management and particularly their energy so then they can be driven towards business improvements and making things better. So thank you again and um, look forward to doing the next podcast. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Michelle.